0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are listening to this. It's Marcin and Jarek here, and this is our first episode on behaviorism. Before we start, let us introduce ourselves shortly. I'm Jarek.
1: And I'm Marcin.
0: Marcin is an agile coach helping nurture hyper productive teams and focused organizations where people and products flourish. He's also a Web3 enthusiast, and of course, a passionate human behavior analyst. Somewhere in the meantime, he's a documentary photographer.
1: Jarek is a business coach, sales and HR executive. He's passionate about cognitive and behavioral sciences for over 20 years now. He has trained a couple of thousand individuals from salespeople, managers, lawyers, recruiters and executives in Europe, Middle East and USA. Jarek was also a singer in a band called The Mint, which we'll link somewhere in the description of this podcast.
0: We will also link your photography somewhere, right?
1: That, that, that's nice, thank you. Well. Uh, all right, maybe let's start um, with defining how do we understand behaviorism, shall
0: we? In general, behaviorism is the study of a human behavior. This includes body language, microexpressions, psychological processes, subconscious mind, Um, neurobiology, and many more. In general, again, it's the science which says or gives the answer on question why people do what they do or how they do it. We will touch on many aspects in future episodes. With this podcast, we want to make
1: the knowledge more widely known in order for the people to frankly, communicate better and understand each other better. You can expect practical examples from our experiences, um, knowledge you can use starting from day one, and, of course, um, scientific background. And I think that if this subject would be taught in school, many of us would not walk frustrated all the time, many Mm -hmm. relationships would survive, and basically people would recover much more quickly from different life perils. I mean, what do you think? Uh, any examples from your experiences well, on that?
0: From my perspective, Martin, you covered most of it. Uh, I'd add how important it is to understand humans uh, more deeply. Um, their intentions, capabilities, and credibility to match, manage better in business. To grow motivated and engaged teams, uh, and lead more transparent personal lives. Because... I don't know how about you, but many times I observe people and think, wow, this person has so much potential, yet their body language sabotages them at work because we have become masters in conversations and words. However, forget how small signals we are sending uh, that give wrong impressions to others. And part of our goal uh, is to make, make us more aware of each other, and so we are much tougher to be lied to manipulated cheated or on the other hand with others emotions to provide support if needed
1: that's uh, really well said um, frequently <clears throat> I think <laughs> frequently I think we uh, do take things too often at first at their uh, face value or trust what others are saying I'm, I'm not trying to say that you know, we should spot a lie each time we speak with somebody or we are um, sitting in a boardroom and and thinking what what is happening. Mm. Um, It's more about being curious with what is happening and dig deeper to gain understanding of the situation. Of course, uh, apart from pathological liars and people that just want to hurt us.
0: Yeah. You know... This reminds me how how this helps to keep your emotions at bay and and not to take things personally. Uh, And I like this approach, actually, when being under a verbal attack, in any case, you have two choices, you can either focus on how angry set you are, or start analyzing what is behind the other person's emotions. Um, And this can really help in any business or even personal scenario.
1: I mean, let that sink in. When under stress, you can choose to focus on the other person and what stands behind their emotions. Hmm. That way we not only remain calm and um, look better, but also react much more quickly. So when when we are figuring out on the spot, you know, why us, we are sad, angry, as, as, uh, as was mentioned, we become kind of emotionally involved, uh, lose touch with the reality, you know, due to our prefrontal cortex that is responsible for logical thinking, which is being blocked by our emotions. But that said, ladies and gents, we are just starting. Uh, so any comments and feedback is welcome. Give us a shout on the socials uh, or via email, all of which we'll link somewhere. Um, That said, what are we talking about today?
0: We'll start with why people lie and then go to can we simply tell if someone is lying. So that's the two main questions for today. What do you think, Marcin?
1: Yeah, we we, <laughs> we we prepared for this podcast, so that's a great idea. Mm. Um, this, uh, But why we did this? Wh- why this topic? Uh, it's one of the most interesting topics uh, when uh, when we talk with people about body language.
0: So we're going to cover it through this one?
1: I don't think we're going to cover the whole thing. I yeah. think we're going to just slightly touch on it. But I hope this will be interesting. So let's dive uh, straight in.
0: Jarek, why do people lie? Uh, well, before that, I want to state it right. We all lie. Like, we all lie. There's no one person on the planet that don't lie. I, I you know, it's impossible not to lie, <laughs> to be honest. And we lie when we hide or change reality. Uh, and this is very important. Intentionally.
1: Intentionally.
0: Yeah. So, according to Pamela Mayer, she's the author of How to Spot a Lie, we are lied to from 10 to 200 times a day. 200 times a day? Yeah, probably depending on the number of people we talk to. All right. But going, <laughs> back to the, going back to the question, why we lie because we want to fit in? No matter if it's a job, a new group of people, we just met someone, we want to adjust, we want to get, a, get to know each other, or we're too long in a queue to the toilet in the shopping mall. We want to fit in. We lie as if we don't want to be punished, so we hide the truth. You remember, or don't, when you were a kid. Yep. Vaguely, but yeah. Yeah, so, you know, when you had a, did you eat this lollipop? And you said, no, and then there's all over your, yeah, your w- face. W- wasn't me, no. <laughs> yeah, all right, but I did it probably because I like <laughs> sweets, so unfortunately. So, so we lie because we don't want to be punished. And it's, you know, at work, and relations, everywhere. And we also lie to sell an idea or simply a product for our own benefit, yeah? it's, it's kind of simple. And some people lie because they simply like to lie.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would add to that that mm. some people lie because they um, they crave this this adrenaline shot, you know, mm. uh, cool. connected with getting away with it.
0: Or it's related to psychological disorders like Munchausen syndrome or others.
1: Munchausen syndrome, uh, can you give us a bit more background on that? It,
0: well, where people pretend they suffer and lie about it while feeling fine or even derib- deliberately uh, produce symptoms of illness in themselves, they evoke it. Uh, and the intention is that they get care, you know, they are the center of attention.
1: Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, adding to that maybe, um, I think we lie uh, as we don't know how to tell the truth, that's and, true. And, yeah. and don't that's know, true. yeah, <laughs> <and> don't <laughs> know um, how to deal with others' reactions. Mm. And now that I think of it, I'd say it's more that uh, we are not comfortable. Uh, we don't want to be uncomfortable with ourselves, rather than not. We don't want to feel uncomfortable in situation. Uh, rather than we are thinking that much of others comfort but
0: yeah you know that's that's why they came up with feedback process probably you know, like <laughs> how to tell something but without telling it
1: yeah <laughs> uh, beating around the bush
0: yeah now we, we were going to be beaten because of the you know of the feedback of my comment on feedback but anyway <laughs> uh, so you're saying that that we might lie sometimes because we want to you know want to get somebody feelings with, mm-hmm. uh, so you mean mean like white lies
1: um, I mean yeah lies we say to to uh, each other you know to make somebody feel good or at least with the intention of not spoiling the mood or um, many times they are not you know bad lies I can imagine myself you know talking to, to, to a friend uh, after they had a bad day Uh, and they ask me you know how do i look i feel bad responding not
0: so good frankly i can imagine that's true especially yeah so in future episodes we'll touch on among others on lie detection techniques and i think this first topic why do people lie will keep reappearing and so martin before we dwell on this one can you briefly Highlight: How does Potter lie? If we're all lying, is it easy to do? For some, probably, because they are wired.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not talking about the lie, de- lie detector uh, situation. But before I answer that, uh, let me share some background on something that is called Pinocchio effect. And there are a number of studies, opinions that look at this uh, differently from different angles. Um, let's gi- let me give you like um, three examples. First is the nose temperature. Um, scientists from the University of Granada, and by the way, we'll link all of the material also um, uh, next to the podcast, have studied so-called Pinocchio effect that causes the temperature of the nose to drop. Between 0.6 to point, uh, to 1.2 Celsius, why the forehead increases? The temperature of the forehead increases between 0.6 and 1.5 Celsius.
0: So no. we are overload.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not that much, right? But still, uh, that that that's a good comment um, uh, because liars tend to uh, analyze a lot and tend to plan their excuses, and that causes a cognitive charge in us. Yeah. A, a strong demand for attentional control, which translates into an increase in the temperature of the forehead. This is a, a quote from Gomez Milan, who is one of the researchers. Mm. One thing to add here is that, you know, 20%, uh, um, uh, 20% were false positive from this uh, what you, what, r- research. What do you mean false positive? <clears throat> it means that although the temperature in the forehead increased, people were actually not lying. Mm. Yeah. That this this is an important thing to have in mind. Uh number 2 is from Chris Voss who's a world renowned negotiator and um he he referred to the number of words that is that is used in the conversation. So for instance, liars <throat> work harder to convince um others that they're saying the truth. And because of that, they use more words than you know a regular person who is um uh, saying the truth mm.
0: um so yeah so we're talking about this chris voss that wrote the negotiate like your life depends on it
1: i think i think that was yeah. the title yeah. yeah um and uh thirdly uh, joe navarro uh, on the pages of psychology today uh, is referring that there is no Pinocchio effect, but <laughs> w- one thing needs to be uh, needs to be emphasized here that um, Joe is referring to uh, to as let, let me let me rewind and give you a, a g- give you one thing straight. There so, so can you spot a lie or cannot? This is the point. There is not a single tell, meaning a tell is a signal, expression, an indicator. That lets us know that somebody is lying. I mean, period. There is no rubbing the nose effect that, you know, you rub your nose. That means you're lying. Or, And, and uh, I think, you know, so, sorry for yeah.
0: interrupting, but I think, you know, there's a myth. Yeah, like, you know, when someone is interviewing someone or someone is speaking to someone and he touches the nose and, oh, you're lying. I mean, there's something around in the air, yeah. you know, like with the really big myth about touching the nose.
1: Yeah, it, like with the Pinocchio, the doll that when yeah. when uh, mm. he, he was lying, then his nose grew. Yeah. So um, there is no, you know, one crosses the arms and you think, yeah, he's not telling the truth. Yeah. No, th- there's not a single.
0: He just doesn't want to sh- show his belly grow. For instance,
1: right? For instance, um, or just feels comfortable sitting in this in this, uh, true, yeah. In, in this um, pose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there there is no single tell. Uh, that being said, then you might might ask yourself, you know, okay, Marcin, what? why the hell are you having this episode on lying <laughs> where, you know, there isn't any... There's no single tale. Yeah. Thank you. The point is, and that's a great question. The point <laughs> is, we want to make some things uh, clear. And one of the things is that although, although you cannot spot a lie with 100% accuracy... You can increase the likelihood of knowing what is happening and if there is a deception in the air. Mm. The most important thing here to focus on is paying attention to two things. And basically two things only Um, in general. Comfort and discomfort in the other person. And following up that with some questions.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah i mean no, that's absolutely true um well that's absolutely what i agree <laughs> with and, and all the scientific proof shows it's true so uh the thing is that you know of course sometimes we can tell if someone is saying um if someone is li- lying but of course not h- always 100 percent sure but when we see that if we ask someone did you do that if someone is saying no while at the same time pursing his lips and, you know, not um, moving his head, yes. Uh, and uh, there is a contempt on his face. Then there are some indicators in general, like that make a cluster that we will discuss later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as you're saying now, the, f- the most important thing as a first step is to understand whether someone is in comfort or someone is discomfort, comfort, and that's the yeah. first bottom line, the base yeah. when we are starting it from. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and you know you won't be able to spot a slight increase in temperature of the nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: in COVID times, you might have your thermal ther- thermometer.
1: Yeah, 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 thermometer. Uh, <laughs> in to... your
0: pocket, and they say, sorry, you know, I need to.
1: I, I'm just checking something, out yeah. just to make sure we're safe. Um, <laughs> Let's take this, uh, this scenario out of the equation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if somebody is using too many words or their behavior is incongruent with what is being said, that's another thing apart from cluster. Yeah. Um, and the more such behaviors tell, which we call tells, the higher the probability of somef- somebody not
0: uh, telling the, uh, the truth. Absolutely agree. In, in deception, the most important things are questions, actually and then context, and then body language clues. So we can divide it into cognitive clues like change of voice tone. For example, if the pitch is higher, then someone is stressed. That's the first indicator, someone is stressed. We don't know why, but it shows us someone is stressed. There are clusters. Should we discuss about clusters or we do it later what do you think um,
1: maybe let's say a few things um uh, be- because there is this triangle in in body language which is uh cluster context and congruence right mm. so clusters at least three things that that when combined indicate that you know a certain emotion the person is in a certain emotion or in a certain state um Congruence is if the behavior is is basically congruent with who the person is. You know, usually. Yeah. Um, how do the, the, how do they behave in a non-stress situation? Baseline. Baseline. Yeah. And context is well, if we are talking about something sad and somebody is laughing, very I know very um, kind of uh, off the charts. Let's say example. Uh, then you know something. This doesn't fit this context. Sometimes it's a comment. Sometimes it's uh, the pitch of voice that that Yarek mentioned.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and class from is, why people lie, and we discussed a little bit. How, can we spot a lie? But can we learn how to tell the truth?
1: Well, in in my coaching practice and working with a number of of teams organizations, I noticed one thing: that the most common uh thing that people do when they are telling lie uh, telling white lies or lying plainly is that they don't know how to say the truth in the words that could that would not create discomfort in themselves as well as the other side um any examples that that you may have for this i I know that we talked about that Um, Mm.
0: can we learn how to tell the truth um Sure, we will be teaching you how to tell if someone is lying, Uh, but fairly. uh, I think I I totally agree. I think truth um, will encourage everyone. I encourage in my daily life everyone to tell the truth because um, this is the only thing, and this is the easiest easiest path always. Uh, And the funny thing is, like when clients from coaching on. While being in HR, in different situations and occasions, someone is: How should I tell him? Or how should I tell him this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many questions you know, like this? And I, and I how many? T- if I was paid for one answer, well, tell him the truth. If I <laughs> if I was paid for only this answer, like one dollar, I would be a million.
1: Yeah, and and they they uh, tell, tell you whether it's in secret or in a side conversation those things that bother them. And then they say, I don't know how to t- tell it to them. I mean, you just did. Yes, <laughs> you yes, just did.
0: Yes, that's the that's beauty. You're like, yeah, there's a situation. How, what should I tell? Tell them the truth. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's, that's amazing how we are sometimes, you know, like... Going you know,
1: in circles ourselves, going right? Going in
0: circles, yeah. But always tell truth. If you don't know how to tell the truth, find out. Uh, but always tell the truth.
1: Yeah th- th- there is there is there is lots of I know frameworks or uh, whatever on the topic of feedback yeah. right but we won't we won't talk subject. about that yeah. right now this is uh, you know for for a whole day workshop we yeah. we 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 could organize such a thing mm. but um the bottom line is that being able to self express as well as being true to yourself makes things so much easier uh, and is a, con- a constant practice uh, as you probably Figure out from from the conversation. So in terms of light detection, light detection, one thing to emphasize is that it's not about you know I gotcha, ha ha, you're lying, but. This knowledge and these these tools should more be of an indicator that something is not right, um, and those uh, indicators followed by you know creating space for the other person to 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 say things uh, for themselves, with curiosity asking their questions, you might be able to find out you know where the problem or the source of anxiety, different emotion is, and and get to to the real truth.
0: Hmm. Exactly, so wrapping this up, we we know why we lie, hopefully. Shared a bit, is it possible to spot a lie? Mm, and in the meantime, we talked about lying, and, but of course, it's the conversation, so. And we, we talked a little bit about mm, telling the truth on top. Mm, and for me, for us, I guess most important thing is to remember that when we speak to other people, we communicate with words. At the same time, our bodies communicate as well. So through the journey of our episodes, we will do everything, everything, to teach you how to be more focused on the other body, recognize and ident- identify signals, ask good questions, and help people if needed.
1: All right, um, I think that's a wrap for mm. today. Um, so, see you. No. Here, no. Here. Um, this was Marcin Jarek, and this has been our podcast on behaviorism. Till next time. Till next time.